guess what? What? I. <gasps> you. am better-ish. Mm. For the most part. I you're, mean, we're better together. enough. Yeah. We're better together. We're better together. Like chocolate chip and peanut butter. Yeah. We're like Reese's. <gasps> we are. Can I be the chocolate? Can I be the cup? <laughs> Yes. I just want to hold you. you. hold me together. <laughs> Who's our peanut butter? Um, all these motherfuckers. Yeah. All of our listeners are the peanut butter of our Reese's Cup. And I just coat everyone. And you hold us all together. I hold you in a flimsy fake wrapper. False sense of security. <laughs> At the slightest breeze, I will fall apart. <laughs> it's all for looks. <laughs> and we all really know the best part is the peanut butter. That's it the is. listeners. It is. I love this analogy. <laughs> oh, my God. But it, none of it works without all of it, you know? Oh, yeah. It'd be super lame. As I mean, the peanut butter and the listeners, <laughs> the peanut butter and the listeners, the chocolate and the peanut butter... Those work pretty well without the cup. I mean, but useless. Useless Absolute, without something to hold them together. Absolutely they useless. They would just fall apart. God damn! Anyway, so how the fuck are you? Erin's been on vacation forever, so yeah. I haven't seen her in a million fucking years. We'll call it a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a goddamn? I do, actually. <laughs> okay. So, as everyone knows, I traveled across the country with my children. Everything was fine. We all survived. Everything was great. Whatever. There were no major meltdowns, Congratulations. right? Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I deserve a fucking award, right? You do? Yeah. A goddamn banner. A goddamn banner. The house I, of the Seidel's. <laughs> I expected the airport to clap when I came off the plane, but no I was one clapping. did. Yeah. Oh, you just couldn't hear me. That's probably I'll clap why. Louder. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Next time, please clap louder. <laughs> <laughs> like you have arrived. Now all you have to do is get your fucking car woo, and go home. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> but while we were on said trip, we were on the East Coast. We're in Massachusetts. We're in fucking Cape Cod, baby. Right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the land of seafood and mm. delicious fucking deliciousness. Yeah. And I was like, I need some fish and chips because this shit here in San Diego is not cutting it for me and I need that in my life, right? Okay, uh uh-huh. My dad met us out there. Mm -hmm. Fucking excellent, right? We have a whole Airbnb. It's super cute. All the things. I think I showed you. There was a cellar. My kids were like, a monster lives down there. And I was like, absolutely. We're going to lock you in there if you do anything bad. Great parenting. Probably not, but (laughs) worked. (laughs) Worked really well. So then, like the second night we were there or something, my dad was there. And we're like, okay, let's go get fucking fish and chips. We're going to bring it back home because I ain't doing that shit in a restaurant, you know. And also this place place is like a shanty, too. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, just fucking come up. We got some tables outside. And I was like, mosquitoes, not doing that shit. Going back to the Airbnb, I'm going to be comfortable. Yeah. So Brandon, my dad, and I were, like, set up in the kitchen on the dining table area. And then we were like, you know what, kids? It's a vacation. We're going to put you two in front of the TV. There's, like, mm-hmm. a wall. Can't really see them. But I was like, they'll be fine. There's a TV. They got iPads. Great. They got Kindles. Enjoy your life. Yeah. Live your best life. That's my every night. <laughs> I put them. We usually make them eat at the dinner table because I'm mm-hmm. kind of a psycho. My kids beg to eat at the dinner table. And do I'm they like, really? No, you're eating in front of the TV. I do not want to sit at that Lego table. <laughs> Don't be a or monster. Big table. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can see the TV from our dining table, mm-hmm. though. So it's different. It's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. But... So they were all set up in the living room. We were in the kitchen. You cannot see each other, but we can hear them. I know if they're choking. And also, my kid will run up to me like, the sister's choking. And I'm yeah. like, what? And I like sprint over him. And then she's just looking at me like, eh, everything's great. And I'm like, oh, God, God damn it. But all right. Anyway. Okay. So we hear giggling. They're having a great time. We're like, oh, those are literally my favorite giggles. Brandon said, my daughter was giggling in the other room and like the best giggles and we're like, like laughing is, her ass off yeah we're like that is the best that is so wholesome and uh-huh. like heartfelt and just amazing what a good moment i'm eating my fucking fish and chips i was like this is the best night Uh-oh. of my life my dad was like everything is great i haven't seen him in forever so i was so fucking excited it was just a great night uh-huh. and then brandon goes you know i'm just gonna pop in and like look at him or whatever oh god <laughs> So he goes in there, and then he came back, and he had a look on his face like he had just seen Jesus or something. Oh, no. (laughs) And I was like, what happened? And he said, there's food everywhere. They also had fish and chips because you tell them it's chicken, and And they love it. They fucking love fish. You just can't tell them it's fish, right? Yeah. And chips. Fucking psych them out. Our fucking fries. They love that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On it, right? Mm -hmm. And he was like, there's food everywhere. 
So oh, no. Every time my little baby girl was giggling, apparently she was chucking food, right? <laughs> and my, my boy was like, that's funny. And she was like, wow, this is great, right? So not as wholesome as I yeah. thought it was. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, like, how bad is it? And he said, whatever you're picturing, fucking Worse. Ten times. Oh, no. Ten times oh, worse. Oh, no. And Think you don't of, have dogs to eat it. We don't have any dogs to eat it. Yeah. And also, we're in a fucking Airbnb. Oh, God. And it's fish. Yeah. And it's like fish and chips fish. So it's the crumbliest fucking thing yeah, in the world. That's not good. That's and a I mess. was like, oh, no. And my dad was like, oh, no. I'm like, did you pick it up? And he was like, no, I'm going to finish eating first. <laughs> like, that is a job for later. Right. And I was like, oh, fuck. It's got to be really bad. Dude. Wow. Did they, like, have a food fight in there? There was a fucking food fight. It was a fish-tastrophe. It was <laughs> fucking everywhere. It was on the couches. It was under the couches. It was on the rug. It was in the rug. It was oh, under the no. rug. It was fucking mushed into, like, the hardwood floors. It was on the chairs. It was on the windows. It was on the fucking glass no. door. It was on, like, the, the what is that called, like, TV center thing, entertainment, entertainment center, center thing. It was on that. It was in that. It was on the TV. I was like, are you fucking <sighs> How shitting did it me get right so now? bad? They just threw it everywhere. And then it's like they throw a chunk and that shit explodes because it's fucking crumbly as hell. Yeah. And fish is comes in like tiny little shredded pieces for some reason that barely holds itself together anyway. Uh-huh. It was everywhere. It oh, was no. everywhere. Oh, no. oh, my God. And my son was like, it was all sister. Yeah, right? they always do that shit. Yeah, and she's just laughing still. She's like, isn't this great? I fucking painted the house. Right? Yeah. <laughs> great idea, right, Mom? Do you like it? It's fish gray. It's beautiful. <laughs> it matches the sea decor. <laughs> and we were like, you're an accomplice, right? Because you yeah. got to teach him early to fucking snitch on his friends, right? Yeah, for sure. I'm like, if, if you were out graffitiing with your friends or your friends are doing it, then you're in trouble, too. And we had to instill that in him. So then they had to sit there and... Watch us clean it up. Oh and wow, what it, a what a terrible I punishment! Know. But also, they have stupid fat fingers and they can't do it themselves. So. I know, and it's worse if you tell them to do it. Oh my god, it's so much worse. It and just then, gets everywhere. And then they just bitch the whole time too. And you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll yeah, just do and it. you're like, there's some right fucking there. Stop grinding it into the floor with your knees. Yep. All right, mm-hmm. whatever. Just mm-hmm. go sit down. Mm-hmm. Sit in time out and watch me. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And I'm going to be very angry and look at you very angry all the time. Oh, no. But also it was kind of our fault because we were like, they're fine. Everything's great. Oh, I think every parent does that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know it's going to be a fucking shit show when you yeah. go back in there, but you just need your moment. Yeah. And it's such a That's great literally moment. why Brandon came back in and he's like, I'm just going to finish eating first. <laughs> that has happened to me very recently with a bath. Like, oh. I could hear them splashing and giggling so mm-hmm. hard. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's going to be water everywhere. And then I actually, like, I gave myself my time and then I'm like, okay, I really should go check on them. It's a bath. (laughs) And when I walked in, my oldest son was like rocking himself like he was a boat so that the water would splash out like a wave onto the floor. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so much worse than I thought it was. (laughs) (laughs) Had to put fans in the bathroom that night. But anyway. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. We were we had to move the couches, like sweep everything. We swept everything onto the rug. We took the rug outside. And I was like, maybe you guys should take the rug out back and like beat it off there, you know, so that it all just goes out there. My dad and Brandon were like, great idea, Aaron, solid plan, except we're going to go out the front door because it's closer. And I was like, okay. And they went out there and they dumped it all off. And I don't know if you know what a perfectly manicured lawn looks like with fish on it. (laughs) And french fries. I was like, this is very obvious. (laughs) You you couldn't hide it. You couldn't have done this out back where it's not like a perfect fucking manicured (laughs) lawn. like. Hopefully something eats it before we leave. Yeah. We woke up the next morning and my dad was like, oh, I figured the critters would have come. They did not. (laughs) Oh, no. There are no critters. There are birds and they're like, fucking, it's an Oriole. It can only eat, like, mash from the fucking beak of another bird or whatever. (laughs) Like, they're, I don't know, delicate or something. There's no deer. Oh, no. There's no, like, bears. (laughs) I don't even know if deer like fish. I don't either. I don't even know if birds do. But I was like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? There's chipmunks there. Do chipmunks like fish? I don't either. But fuck, that yeah. sucks. Then we had to move all the couches. And then we had to sweep it all. And I was like, I guess we'll know in a couple of days if we missed any because oh, it's no. fish. <laughs> Did you get it all? I think so. Yeah, oh, it nice. didn't smell or anything. And then we got a really good review from the place that was like, Brandon and his family treated this house as if it was their own. And I was like, if you only knew how accurate that statement <laughs> is. <laughs> if you only knew what we had to do. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, I'm sorry for doing that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Oh, yeah. fuck. That sucks. Yeah. But anyway, but you survived. That's my goddamn. Yeah. Yay. 
Well, you know my goddamn. I do! It should actually be mine. But... I actually have two goddamn. Okay, tell us. Tell the us. second one is really quick. Mm-hmm. But the first one is the most important, and that's that I got a new puppy! Yee! I got She's a new puppy! So it's a she. And it's a... As far as you know. As far as I know, I've seen it. And it's eight weeks old. And it's a Bernice Mountain Dog. Oh, my God. You're so cute. Mixed with a McNabb, which I had to Google what that was. You're going to have to text that to me because I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Also, it looks just like a Bernice Mountain Dog. Yeah. Like, it must be a little bit of McNabb. I don't really know the details. I think I was told the details, and I was just so excited because I was holding this cute little fucking puppy mm-hmm. with the biggest paws in the whole entire world. This oh thing's God. about to be a beast. Dude. And she's got little freckles on her nose, so we called her Chip because she got chocolate chips on her nose. <laughs> oh, you could call her Reese. She's got a little brown and, and a light brown. I know. She's so and cute. She's a little Reese's peanut well, and also my oldest son was like, actually, Chip came up first because he was like, we like to eat chips. And I was like, fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And then we see the little freckles and dots and we're like, oh, it's because she's got like chocolate chips on her nose. But she's so sweet and I love her so much. And she is literally the chillest like little puppy. Oh, my gosh. She's, she's like hyper and excited and kind of nips a little bit. But like Chelsea was so much worse as a puppy than <laughs> Chip is. <laughs> So much worse. I almost died with Chelsea. I was like, what the fuck have we done? But Chelsea like, is sleeps a high in her bed. energy dog. Yes, yes. And Chip is for like little spurts. Yeah. And then she like crashes and sleeps forever. Yeah. So she's fucking perfect. Yeah. And I cannot wait to see how big she gets. Oh my God, I'm so excited. And she's so sweet. She's got the softest little ears. And she's got a little puppy face. And oh. we just love her so fucking much. Oh my God. She has the fluffiest little head. I was squeezing the oh shit out of her God. little face. Don't you oh. just want to put your face in her face? I do, except she goes, <laughs> yeah, she tries to eat you. She went for your jugular earlier. She did go for my jugular. That's kind of my fault because I was trying to take her home with yeah. me. So. Well, she knows. She said, no, I belong with my mom. She was like, stop that. I belong here. And I was like, mm, as far as you know, you're not chipped yet, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> I do need a chip, Chip. <laughs> Fucker. Chip's got chip. Oh, my God. I'm you better do so it soon excited. or I'm a chipper to my house. Uh-uh, <laughs> hell no. Actually, I would be okay with that because if anything happened. <laughs> as long as she goes somewhere, she knows it's safe. <laughs> yeah. It's like if I die, you get my kids, you know? Yeah. yeah. And your CDs and stuff. Yeah. I'll yeah. also get your dogs. Yeah. And it'll be fine. I know. I'm so excited, but I feel kind of bad because you're going to watch the dogs in like two weeks. Don't so feel I'm bad. giving you a puppy. Don't like, feel bad. Good luck. <laughs> I'm literally willing to take her tonight to watch her in fucking three weeks. <laughs> Maybe you could teach her not to fucking nip. I can't. I don't know how. Other oh. than crying when she does it. They eventually stop. Yeah. From yeah. what I remember from Chelsea. She's a puppy. Oh, yeah. but here's the most important part about Chip is that I'm going to train her to be a cadaver dog Hell or a yeah. human's remain detection pup. Hell yeah. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I might have done some research oh, okay. on this. Okay. Yeah. I might have done some research on this. It costs a lot of money, but I am going to fucking invest in this dog and we are going to go remain hunting. Yep. But did you know that they train them like you can get fake chemicals made to smell like, I almost said taste like, hmm. different levels of decay. I only know that because you texted me that like two days ago. Uh, fucking weird. Also, kind of want to buy it to smell it. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> if you are really going for it, you can buy people's placenta and they'll use that to train the dogs. Had I known, I would have just kept my placenta. Fucking right. I didn't know there was an option. I can't pop out another baby now. You got to do it. Mm, hell no. I you just got to put it. Put in the effort to train no, this I got dog, this. Stacey. I, got this. I will pay somebody else to use their placenta. All right, that's fair. Also, I learned if that anybody's looking to donate a placenta, <laughs> I do not want it. Send us, send there's it to the PO box. There's got, oh my god, Aaron. <laughs> There's got to be a law on this. 2764. Stop it. How fucking weird would that be? What a biohazard. Um, Don't yeah. go shipping your placenta to just anybody, okay, guys? Just make sure it's watertight. Like, the packaging. Like, use Glad. <laughs> Could you imagine like a drippy-ass package? <laughs> yeah, so gross. So gross. Okay, wait. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the last little bit I had on that was that, like, trainers will use their own blood. Ooh. To have, like, I don't know how the dog knows, like, how long the blood is dead. I don't so, like, know the logistics. Blood? We're going to figure it all out. I'll donate my blood to this cause. But how fun would it be? Because also we could probably go to, like, a body farm. Mm-hmm. Because it'd be like training for the dog, mm-hmm. and I've always just wanted Field to go trip. to one in general. Yeah, I'm is definitely going weird? with you. To okay. That. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, it is weird. Okay. To answer that question, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> but also I've been finding that I have different opinions than most people on Agreed. what I think is weird. So. Same. Me too. Oh right. my god, I'm so excited. Okay, 
goddamn number two, though, Mm -hmm. because this just happened right before this. So I had to share this Mm -hmm. because we always talk about our children and what great parenting we are Mm -hmm. and do and all this stuff. So I went to go pick up my kids from daycare today. And I always ask, like, how were they? Did they behave and everything like that? And daycare lady was like, yep, older one was great. The younger one had some foul language. (gasps) And I've never heard her say that. And I was like, what does that mean? And like all the other kids were around us. And she mouthed that my younger one said, oh, what the fuck? (laughs) Like more than once. (laughs) In his sweet little voice. Well, and he always goes like, what in the world? And he's got like this tiny little voice. And he has said under his breath, like, Jesus, Jesus, mom, Jesus. Like, and oh, I never correct fuck? him. I never correct him because when he was saying the Jesus under his breath, I was trying to get him to go to sleep. So I was trying to ignore him. But yeah, I was yeah. like giggling. But the what the fuck? Oh, my God. I've never heard him say that. Oh, my God. But 100% he gets it from us. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Lee and I, yeah. we don't censor ourselves at all. Yeah. Kids will learn children. not to repeat after you. Yeah, I'm going to have to teach this one. But she looked, I mean, she knows Horrified. us. She knows us. But I felt judged and i'm sure if she ever hears this she'd be like i was not judging you at all but in that moment as a mom i was like oh my fucking god which is worse <laughs> which is worse oh my god i told lane he was cracking up he's almost crying laughing he's like that's fucking great that's fucking great. oh what the fuck oh what the did fuck? he use it appropriately yeah, yeah like he dropped something and was like oh what the fuck yeah he does it all the time with what in the world like if something doesn't work he'll go oh what in the world Oh, what in the world? God, kids are fucking weird. <laughs> oh, my God. I love them so much. I do, too. Oh, that's great. I know. So, oh, anyway, just breeding them correctly. You know, that's what we do. They'll learn. They'll learn. Fucking heck and what the fuck. Yep. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Okay. So, do you want to hear my true crime story today, Erin? Ooh, true crime. I noticed you did not say murder there. Is that relevant? Nope. Just said true crime instead of murder. Oh, okay. 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 So, this week, I'm going to tell you about David Cullen Bain. Cullen? Cullen? Edward? Nah. That's just his middle name, but I kept it because of Cullen. Yeah, obviously. And also Bane, like the Bane of my existence, or like Bane, you've not seen the, I grew up in this, Mm. it was a man Mm. who's been molded by the It's like rain, but with B. Okay, 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 okay. Go ahead. Well, anyway, Bane, like rain, but with a B. Okay. David Mm -hmm. Bane was born in Dunedin, New Zealand. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was like sometimes in the 70s, but I didn't write that part down. But that's not relevant near here nor there. You know what I'm trying to say. It's not relevant around this time frame. Not important to the story. Yes. But he was the first son of four children to his mother and father. In case you're wondering who birthed them. But his mother's name was Margaret and his father's name was Robin, like Williams, the Bane. Ooh. (laughs) When he was young... His father moved the family to Papua New Guinea, where his father worked as a missionary teacher. Okay. No big deal. Surprise. Yeah. A little bit. For us in the U.S., where we don't move anywhere. Well, it was like he moved to Papua New Guinea? Like, what? <laughs> it's actually the second time I've heard that country referenced today. Interesting. Yeah. And I have not heard it in, I don't know, 17 years before that. Oh, okay. Okay, we're getting somewhere here. Go on. I don't know where we're getting, but, you know, deja vu. It just means that, yeah, we're on the right track. We're on it's the right like path. It's like you're manifesting it. I am. Interesting. This podcast was meant to happen tonight. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. So after 15 years of living in Papua New Guinea, mm-hmm. the family moved back to New Zealand, and it was 1988-ish. Okay. Around the time that they moved back, his parents started to experience relationship problems. Ooh. Sounds like the marriage started to kind of fall apart. Mm-hmm. She was like, you dragged me to Papua New Guinea. And then back to be your missionary wife. Yes. And now we're back here. And I just found friends out there. I just found my place. (sighs) And now I got to go back. They actually moved back into the home that they lived in before they moved. You can do that? I guess. Like, oh, it's conveniently for sale again. Or is that a hostile takeover? You know, I'm over here judging that happened to me. Did it really? Yeah, that happened to me because trailer life, hashtag trailer life. Hashtag trailer life. When I was born, I was my parents lived in a trailer. Born in a trailer. <laughs> I was born in a hospital, but my parents lived in a trailer. Mm-hmm. And then we lived our best life. And then when I was 10, whoever bought that trailer from my parents never changed over the title. Like you literally change a title over like, like a, a car. car. Yeah. But um, Or a deed to a house, but they call it a title. 
And the lady just abandoned it. So my parents got like a letter in the mail and they were like, hey, you're fucking shit. You need to like pay your taxes or something. My parents were like, um, that's not ours. But also they were in a really rough spot, wanted to get the fuck out of Florida where I met yeah, Joanne. Yeah. And they were like, hallelujah. And then we moved. That's fucking legit. Anyway, total sidebar. Mm-hmm. Back to New Zealand. So yes. now they're living in the same house that they used to live in before. Pretty cool. So David starts to take a huge interest in music and singing, and he is going to school, whatever, doing his thing. And he eventually goes to university, and he studies classical music and takes professional voice training lessons. Oh, okay. Homeboy can sing, evidently. Homeboy's going to be uh, an entertainer. Oh, yes. He's like, Paul Timolale. Beautiful. Was that was that real or did you just make that up? <laughs> That's from, it is a real song. But I have chills. <laughs> I stole it from Step Brothers. Oh, <laughs> it's oh, the song oh. he sings at the goddamn Catalina Wine Mixer. <laughs> goddamn Catalina Wine Mixer. Now, we're going to fucking jump right into some shit, okay? Yep. That's pretty much all I have on backstory. Okay. On pretty the good backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty solid laying of the ground yeah the foundation mm-hmm. on the morning of june 20th in 1994 mm-hmm. david gets up early in the morning to do his paper route so i guess he also because they said something about like he wasn't employed but evidently he ran the paper around in the morning okay but I he's was gonna 22 say, at this point yeah i was gonna say he's gonna be in his 20s at this mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. paper route probably not his ideal career choice but probably not maybe gives him a couple bucks to do some shit yeah put a little extra cash in your pocket exactly So he gets up in the morning, 5 a.m., goes and does that shit. And when he gets home, something terrible had happened in his house. Oh, no! As he's walking in, he finds his dad laying in the study, the living room. I don't know what the fuck it is. We'll call it a library. Yeah, we'll call it in the library. In the West Wing. (laughs) Don't ever go in the West Wing. (laughs) What's in there? And he had obviously... Been unalived. He was dead. Oh, no. And there was blood everywhere. So David immediately calls 111. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not funny. I know. It's not funny, but to us, it's weird. Yeah. It's, like it's a little funny. It's like when they're like, they called 999. And I'm like, that feels like a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> You're too nervous. you got to go on to the other numbers. <laughs> It's nine one one. It's all wrong. It's just a, you're shaking too much. Okay, one one one. One 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 is much easier in the state of an emergency. Yeah, I could. Yeah, yeah. But nine one one feels less like unintentional. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he calls one one one, and the police come and are like, "Yep, he's dead." So it turns out that in each room of the house, all members of David's immediate family had also been shot. <gasps> I don't know if I mentioned that he had been shot. You did not. Sorry. Sorry. You just said he had been unalive. Yeah, he had been unalive. He had been shot. So, like, he'd been murdered. Oh, no. Or had he? Okay. Bum, 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 bum. Okay, who else is living with him at this point? All it's right, just... I'm going to tell you. Okay. I'm going to tell you. So his mother, Margaret, who was 50, mm-hmm. she was found dead in her bedroom. Aww. His sister, Arawa, who was 19. His sister... Laniet, who was 18, and his brother Stephen, who was 14. They had all been shot in their own home in their own bedrooms while they had been sleeping. What the fuck? Fucked up. And at 5 a.m. in the morning when David had left, everybody was fine. And as then, far as he knows. Yeah. He probably didn't go check them all out. Maybe But not. he probably yeah. also would have heard, like, gunshots and stuff, right? Or something. Or maybe he had seen his father laying on the ground when he left. No, I mean, he probably wouldn't, oh, okay. I guess. Okay. In the foyer. I don't really know the layout of the house. So anyway, five days after the police are called and everybody's found dead. Yeah. David, who, like I said, is 22 at the time and the only remaining survivor of his immediate family, is charged with the murder of his entire family. What the fuck? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not David. Not David. I think it might have been David. Do you think it was David? Well, I'm going to tell you. Okay. I'm going to tell you. Because, I mean, like, maybe it was David. Who fucking knows? I thought he was just doing some mail. Nope. Some he told newspaper us. route. Yeah, he told us he was doing some newspaper route. That ain't what he told me. Yeah, tell him what you told me. David. Yeah, Dave. Hmm. Oh, you guys that close? You could just call him Dave? Yeah, I know him. <laughs> inside <Yeah>. and outside. <laughs> So David, it took like a year before he actually went to trial. And in May of of 1995. Could you imagine not killing your family and being charged for their murders? Oh, I couldn't imagine at all. And being that fucking traumatized? Yeah. Oh, God, that would suck. Oh, that's would be horrific. I'm assuming at this point, just the way that the story is being painted in my head, I'm assuming he didn't actually do it. But I have no idea, obviously. Oh, really? 
<laughs> oh, was that what you think? <laughs> because I painted it in such a way where he had a perfect alibi. <laughs> and he woke up so innocently. <laughs> Stretched and rolled out of bed. It's like singing Dixie, whistling Dixie. Just yeah. throwing his newspaper out to each lawn. Hey, Bob. <laughs> hey, Cheryl, looking good. <laughs> you got to stop that sleepwalking. You're looking yeah. tired. Yeah, looking tired. How the kids? <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so back to David here. Yeah. Um, Go on a trial. It took a year before his trial, and it started in May of 1995. Mm -hmm. So no one really knows what happened in the Bain family home. But here is the prosecution's theory on the sequence of events that morning. Okay, tell me what they—paint the picture. Okay, so they are saying Mm -hmm. that on June 20th, 1994, Mm -hmm. David's alarm goes off Mm -hmm. at 5 a.m., and he gets up, and he gets dressed, and he puts on white gloves— Okay. I don't know where the white gloves come in, but he's got fucking white gloves, so there's not going to be any fingerprints, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Do they have white gloves to package the newspapers? Okay, so generally in my experience with newspaper routes, routes, mm-hmm. whatever you mm-hmm. want to call them, they have to go to a place and then they have to bag them themselves mm-hmm. or they get them delivered to their house and they have to bag them themselves and then they go along their route. So yeah. I could see putting on gloves because the ink is might still be wet. There might have been fresh fucking news, oh, right? Great theory. They great just theory. fucking printed those bitch hot off the press. Hot off the press. Mm-hmm. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Yeah. But then you put on gloves so you don't get ink all over your hands, right? Yeah. Because you don't want everyone to know you. But why would you pick white gloves? That's uh, a little different. But also maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know why they're white. Is that relevant that they're white? Or is it just like these I'm white gloves? I'm going to be 100% gloves. honest. Uh, these gloves are not relevant in my life at all because I probably did not do enough research. Okay. Okay? Okay. So uh, homeboy puts on some white gloves, according to the prosecution. He also puts on his mother's glasses because Fucking weird. his were getting repaired. Okay. Do they have the same prescription? No idea. Does she have cat eye glasses? <laughs> no idea. I don't know the details at all. I thought it was kind of weird, and I was like, okay. Yeah. Um. So then he goes to his closet, and he grabs his twenty two rifle. He attaches a silencer, and then loads a 10-round magazine. I feel like I hope I said all of those words correctly. I feel like, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He walks into his 18-year-old sister, Laniette's room, where she's sleeping, and he points the gun at her head and shoots twice. Mm-hmm. He then walks into his mother Margaret's room and shoots her right in the forehead, killing her instantly. Mm -hmm. He then walks into his 14-year-old brother Stephen's room, and he puts the gun to his forehead, to Stephen's forehead. But Stephen wakes up, (gasps) and he shoves the gun out of his face right as David pulls the trigger, and the bullet grazes the top of his head. Oh, no. His scalp. And now he's bleeding. And Stephen and David, they struggle. They get into a fight. And they struggle for a moment. And David grabs Stephen by the T-shirt and twists it around his neck and strangles him. Jesus. And so as Stephen is, like, struggling and gasping for air and trying to breathe, David fires a shot right into Stephen's head. Oh, my God. instantly. That's horrifying. During a... Fucking right? Where's dad through all of this? Do dad and mom sleep in separate rooms? Okay. Because they're having relationship issues? I'm going to touch on this in a moment, but now's a good time. So because they had relationship issues, the dad was sleeping outside in a caravan, which I'm assuming is like an RV. Yeah. Or like a van. The only thing I know about caravans is from the movie Snatch. <laughs> okay. I didn't see it, so. Oh, it's really good, but it's like a, it's like an RV. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but it's like a small RV, but I think it's just what they called it. Okay, yeah. So he was sleeping outside in that. All right, okay. when all this is going down. Okay, so he can't hear anything. He can't hear shit. Presumably. Presumably. And also, remember, he had a silencer on his rifle. Pew, pew, pew. So now we've heard a little scuffle, maybe, with Steven. Mm-hmm. Also, it's a twenty-two, so it'd be more like pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. And with a silencer, wouldn't hear can't shit. Can't hear that. Can't even hear that. It's like, what was that? Did I've somebody n- toot? I've n- <laughs> An angel just flew by. <laughs> I've never heard a gun be silenced IRL uh-uh. with like, be shot in real life with a silencer on. Me either. I wonder how quiet it actually gets. It sounds like, like, super futuristic in the movies. The yeah, place. but that's movies, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know if it's real or not. Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, somebody... Are silencers legal? I don't know. Bernard would know. I'll yeah. have him get one. Okay. <laughs> He'd <laughs> be like, that. okay. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> Let me do some research. Oh, man. All right. So, during the struggle with Steven, mm-hmm. David's glasses, or his mom's glasses fall off his face, Mm -hmm. and 
they're on the ground now. And so David has to turn on the light so he can find his glasses because he can't see without them. He's blind. So mm-hmm. he already killed his brother at this point. He's looking around. He finds his glasses. He picks them up. And one of the lenses had fallen out. And so he walks the glasses back to his room and sets them down on, like, his desk or a chair or something. Okay. He then walks out of his room and down the stairs of the home into his 19-year-old sister Arawa's room. Mm-hmm. Now, Arwa had heard the shooting going down and, like, the grappling and everything, and she was scared. So she drops to her knees and starts to pray. Aww. I'm guessing that they're a very religious family because the dad was a missionary mm-hmm. and, you know, she yeah. drops her knees to start to pray. So David bursts through the door and he fires a shot at her, but he misses her because he's not wearing his glasses. Wow. Oh. He then shoots again, hitting her in the forehead and killing her instantly. Oh, my God. He goes back upstairs, and as he passes Laniette's room— the first sister he shot, he hears her making gurgly sounds. Oh, I hate that. Right? It's awful. So he goes in and he shoots her again <gasps> on the top of the head, <gasps> killing her instantly. According to the prosecution. Yeah, this is all the prosecution's theory. Mm-hmm. Now, David at this point has blood on his clothes, so <gasps> he changes and he goes and puts his bloody clothes in the washer. Okay. He then grabs his dog, Casey, and he does Aww. his morning paper run. Okay. At this point, his father, Robin, who is still asleep in the caravan, he has no idea that the majority of his family has been murdered in their own home and in their own bed by their own fucking family member. And so David completes his paper run and he comes home and he goes to the family computer. His dad is still asleep. Mm-hmm. And he types up a fake, quote, suicide message from his father, supposed to be directed at David, basically saying, I'm sorry, like, I killed the whole family, but you were the only one who deserved to stay alive. <gasps> it was much shorter than that, but that's the whole gist. It was shorter than that? <laughs> yeah, it was like, you were the only one who deserved to live or something like that. But the whole theory is that he was giving an excuse for why he was left alive. Exactly. If, and everybody else was dead. Mm-hmm. If his father had done this Yes. Deed. Yes. So David then hid in the curtains of the living room or the lounge or the fucking library, the West Wing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he waited for his father to wake up and come into the room and pray because I guess that was like his morning ritual was to come in and pray. And when his father kneels down to pray, David aims the gun at his head and fires, hitting him and killing him instantly. Okay. He then lays the gun next to his father's body and calls 111 to report that his whole that he had just found his whole family murdered. Okay. Gonna be honest? Yeah. Sounds kind of plausible because, well, a couple of reasons. Mm -hmm. Number one, do we know where the dad was shot in the head? Like which direction and all of that? Yeah. I don't know any of that. Especially like with a rifle that's longer. So like how if he's like kneeling down praying, I'm assuming it's like the top of the head or the sides of the head. I just feel like it's very like... How do you fucking aim that, I guess? Well, I'm sure like when he like prays, then David steps out of the curtains. Well, but I mean like play the other angle. So like if the dad had actually done this, right? And it wasn't suicide. Yeah. If the dad had actually done this and it wasn't David and Mm -hmm. he's like, I'm going to pray. And also I wrote this letter and now I'm going to kill myself with a rifle. Gotcha. They're generally long. How do you like... How do you... Like, where was he shot in the head? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. How do you it's hold that question. gun? I feel like that's a question that needs to be, I don't know, analyzed, answered, figured out. Mm-hmm. That's where my skepticism comes in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And also the idea that a dad, out of all of his kids, I guess David was the oldest. So maybe he has like this, you know, you're my oldest son, you deserve to live. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's plausible. But I also feel like a dad would just be like, if a dad got to that point, he'd be like, and also, fuck everyone. Right? <laughs> fuck you all. Yeah. You caused me grief I'm gonna my be, whole life. I'm going to be 100% honest. There's more to the story that I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. And even knowing everything, I still don't know that I believe either option. Okay. 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 So I don't really know. You're bringing up very great points. Mm-hmm. I don't know the logistics of the unaliving process and what the gun was like and all that. I'm sure I could easily look that up probably in the article I link myself, but, <laughs> but I didn't get that far. Yeah. Okay. But these are great questions. So now, you know, the defense's side and what David claims is that He woke up in the morning to do his paper run, and then he returned home about 6.42 or 6.43-ish. And he went upstairs and took off his shoes and his newspaper bag. Didn't notice his dad, okay? So I'm guessing that is not on the entrance to the front door. It's got to be an offshoot. 
Must be, yeah. He then went upstairs. So it sounds like he kind of just ran in his room really quick to kick off his shoes and take off his newspaper bag. Mm-hmm. He then went downstairs to the bathroom and washed his hands because they were black from all the newspaper ink. I thought he had gloves on. Well, that's the... Oh, prosecution's theory. Yeah, it, which is it. why I'm wondering, like, did they just not find any fingerprints? And that's why they say he wore gloves and they happened to find white gloves in his room. Mm-hmm. But then you would think there'd be, like, blood or, like, gun something. shot residue on him or something. Yeah. But I don't know any of those details. Okay. So he washes the ink off his hands. And then he starts a load of laundry because he had been wearing the sweater that he wore on the newspaper run. He's been wearing it all week. Whatever. It's just fucking time for him to do laundry. So he starts a load of laundry. He just rode around on his bicycle all damn morning. Yeah. It's probably dirty. He's sweaty. Yeah. If, especially if he wore it, like, every morning for a week. Mm-hmm. I'd wash it, too. I'd be like, all right. Throw this one in there, too. Mm-hmm. And just take it off real quick because mm-hmm. now I'm inside. I'm home. Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all sweater. So then he goes back into his room and he turns on the lights because before, remember, he had just run in really quick and dropped everything off. So he turns on the lights and that's when he noticed that there were bullets on the ground. <gasps> in his room? In his room. And he also noticed that, like, okay, so they – I didn't write all this shit, but – I guess his gun had literally, like, a key to unlock it. Now, I don't know if that was, like, the safe to unlock it because they made it sound like – they called it, like, a safety. So I assumed that he turned the safety off. But now I'm starting to think maybe it was, like, in a safety box or something Mm. because he said he also noticed that the key was out of place. And he happened to have a spare key in the caravan uh, that his dad was staying in in the pocket of a jacket. So technically, they both had access to this key, Mm -hmm. is what I'm telling you. And David noticed that it was out of place and that there were bullets on the ground. Okay. Okay, so now he's like, what the fuck is going on? And he goes into his mom's room to check on her and sees that she has been murdered. And then he goes and runs frantically to all of his family, you know, his each of his siblings, and sees he's been murdered and then finds his dad downstairs. And that's when he calls 111. Mm-hmm. Because they've all been murdered. And I guess he was, like, all shook up and everything. Also, I read that one of the reasons why he was so heavily suspected is because they think that he wasn't grieving properly. Like, he wasn't giving the right response. That's hard i right that's hard you just fucking literally saw all of your family's brains blown out how are you supposed to react i don't know i don't like that okay so at trial the defense presents this alternative theory and they say that the father did actually murder the entire family except for david because they Mm -hmm. at least offer a motive okay because i don't really know what the david's motive was Mm -hmm. like for him to do it yeah so the defense says that it turns out that there were some incestual relations going on in the family ew david aka molestation not really actual like relations (laughs) Mm. okay okay Uh, david (laughs) okay so the dad robin had been molesting the 18 year old daughter laniette Oh, no. And allegedly, Laniette had returned home recently because she was going to confront her family about the incest. <gasps> like, she was con- she was 18 now. She's out of the house. She had come back. She had confided in a friend, like, I'm going to go and tell my family that the shit is going on. Well, and also, Dad's outside sleeping in the caravan, so it's kind of like, hey, it's us against you now. Like, yeah. Fuck oh, off. Oh, fuck. Okay, and remember, he's a missionary. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Also turns out, I guess he was like a principal of a school at this time. I don't know if it was like a religious school or what, but. Uh What about the other sister? I don't know because she kind of got taken out. She didn't survive. So I don't really know. I don't know what any take on the family is, but there is a friend who says, yes, that my friend confided in me that she was being molested by her dad and that she had gone home to go tell the family that this was happening. Oh, my God. So. Well, that should be fucking looked at. Right? Like, Like, I have some concerns. There's actually a legit motive here. That is a great motive. Right? So if she was going to report that this abuse was happening to the authorities, then Robin would be facing some, like, real Really serious criminal charges. Yeah. And this would give him the motive to kill anybody who might possibly know this. Yeah. Or have knowledge of this. Well, he'd also lose, like, all of his jobs. Right? What if? he works at a school. What if? Never mind. That won't work. Well, I guess it could work. But, like, what if the dad killed all the kids and then David killed Robin? for killing all the kids in the family? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I did this just popped in my head. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, I feel like. I would have gone with that defense if that was accurate. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, like, I found like everybody dead and he had a gun and then I took it from him and I killed him. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, or whatever. He done He was going to kill me. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, David maintains his innocence the whole time. He's yeah. like, I did not do any of this shit. Hmm. Um, Margaret and Robin's marriage 
was like already on the rocks, right? Which is also a motive too. Like, right? If uh, I'm about to lose everything, yeah, he's about to lose his whole family, his house. He's outside in the caravan now. Like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's kind of a. It's not a reason, but it's a it's a motive. Yeah. Also, I guess per usual in our stories, the police didn't do a really good job at like doing a thorough investigation. Like, mm-hmm. it sounds like they didn't handle everything properly. Mm. Because it turns out that during the investigation, Robin's clothing wasn't fully analyzed to determine if all of the bloodstains were truly his alone. Oh. So we don't really know if he had been shooting other people because yeah, there was if, no analysis done. If he had other people's blood on him. Yeah. That's pretty telltale. Yeah. yeah. So there's no way to tell. Also, I feel like they're like, oh, David washed his clothes, right? If you're a chick... Chances are you've gotten blood on clothing before. A time or two. A time or two. If you ever just pop that bitch in the wash, mm-hmm. it's not. It doesn't come out. It's not going to come out. No, you got to do some special treatment. You got to have some special treatment to it beforehand. Blood to... stays orange, ain't it? Norman. Norman. <laughs> it's normal, ain't it, Norman? I don't know. Anyway. It's not going to just take everything out. You will know that there had once been blood there. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if David's clothes came out of the wash and they're like, well, you washed them. That's why they don't have blood on them. Not a great theory. Not a great theory. Like, mm-hmm. you'd mm-hmm. still see, I mean, unless they were black, everything he was wearing was black. But also, if he's doing a fucking paper route, probably not wearing black. Yeah, you could just spray. On your bike. You just spray some luminol on that shit. Well, I mean, even then, you could just look at it and be like, this looks not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it were black, you could. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. That's true. That's but true. yeah, I don't know the state of his clothing. Like, I didn't, I have no fucking idea. It's just. Well, the, uh, yeah. If they don't have, like, blood evidence though like this is his sweater it's covered in blood stains then i'm assuming they're like see he washed it though see how that's why it's clean yeah that would be pretty suspicious which to any chick is like that's not how that works yeah 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 <laughs> that would be suspicious if it were all yeah yeah, yeah yeah if it was perfectly clean i'd be like that doesn't look like he had any blood on it ever yeah maybe speckles or something yeah unless he knew how to like take care of that maybe which... it had scotch guard on it oh maybe his mom was real good at laundry is that like a workaround can you just scotch guard all of your clothing and blood will never stick in case you ever have to create a murder i'm gonna start to scotch guard all my underwear <laughs> <laughs> do you does, know does it how... make it starchy <laughs> no it just makes it like hydrophobic <laughs> but not just blood all your snail trails are just going to be, like, slipping on down your leg. Ew! <laughs> you want some absorbency. <laughs> I don't know if those underwear, underwear will sell well. <laughs> oh, my God. Even the blood would be dripping everywhere. Oh, man. But you would never get a stain. That's true. Except on your pants. I guess it would just go out to Well, we'll just scotch guard the pants. Scotch card everything. Everything. That's what I'm saying. Just triples down. Yeah. But you hopefully catch it by then and then you could like wipe it up. Before <laughs> it's like wearing a, a rubber suit. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds horrible. Oh my God. What a weird thing. What a weird concept. I wonder if someone's tried that. I don't know. I have questions. <laughs> Got somebody out there, Scotch guard your underwear and let us know what happens. Yeah, please. That's pending. TM. <laughs> Trademark 2022. Oh, God. Or not. Or not. It might be the worst idea ever. We don't really know. Somebody just tell in us. in case it's not, Trademark. it's ours. Yeah. Yeah. We'll call it Snatch Guard. Ah! It's perfect! <laughs> the hydrophobic underwear. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay. This is where great inventions are created. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now, like I said, the dad's shirt wasn't tested to see if all of the bloodstains were his or could potentially come from other family members. Mm -hmm. Also, they did do a firearms residue test on Robin's hands, and it came back without any residue, but it had been done five hours after he had been discovered, which I guess residue can leave uh, like an hour after being fired. Leave? Leave, like dissipate, be non-detectable. Really? I honestly wouldn't think it would be that way if you had shot a gun that many times. Yeah. Well, but I guess it's further away. My thought process on that is like if he's dead, he's not moving or like moving his hands around to like dissipate it. Oh, here's the second part of that sentence. So the residue testing had been done after he had been transported to the morgue and the hands were not protected. Like, Mm. you know how usually they'll bag up the hands? Mm -hmm. To, like, save any kind of evidence that had not been done in this case. Hmm. 
Even though that's kind of fucked up. Even though it was like a suicide, it was staged to be a suicide. Yeah. Like you think they would protect the hands. Yeah. Because you're gonna need to find out if that's real. Like there's yeah. like three other people dead here. We should Well, and bag like the one up. living guy where you're like, but like maybe it was him. Maybe. It just goes to show they immediately thought it was David and they didn't do all the steps to ensure that it really was David. Like he was guilty before proven guilty. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I know. That sucks. But Robin had also had six fresh injuries to his hands, which would indicate that he had struggled with somebody mm-hmm. where David did not. Mm. Remember the Stephen grapple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Okay, so here's what we have in terms of timelines. Okay. We have at 5.30 a.m., David's alarm was set to go off and did go off, right? Mm -hmm. At 6.30 a.m., Robin's alarm was set to go off. Okay. Now, at 6.30, that's when David's out on his run. Yeah. Doing his newspaper run. At 6.45, David is seen delivering newspapers. So at 6.45, he is not in the house. Oh, I thought he got home at like 6.41 slash 6.42. Yeah, it was 6.42, 6.43-ish. Okay. But somebody says that they saw him at 6.45. So Somebody's clocks are off. So... Around that time, he's delivering newspapers slash probably came home shortly after. Okay. Okay. At 7 a.m., a neighbor was woken up by a dog barking, indicating that maybe something was going on at 7, like a struggle or a gunshot or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, When did he call police? He calls police at 7.09. Because he got home, took off his clothes, put his shit in the washer, went back upstairs, all that. So that took him like around 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah. Longer than that. 25 minutes? I'm thinking his timeline is off. Or the person who saw him in the neighborhood, their timeline is off. Well. By five minutes or so. Their timeline would be more accurate to, I think, benefit his story. Yep. Of like, he got home, he went in, he like, whatever, put down all of his shit. He went to the laundry, did that. Because that'll only take maybe 10 minutes. Here's the weird thing is that the suicide note had been typed up on the computer Mm-hmm. And that had been done at around, I think it was like 644. But please note that in all of this timeline, so that would suggest that David was still out delivering his newspapers and that the dad really did write it. Or According somebody else did all of this and it wasn't David or the dad. Yeah. But all of these timelines are so janky because even like the computer thing, they're saying like, oh, well, it's kind of like a roundabout time and it's when the computer was turned on, not when the note was actually written and the time for when the police had gotten there or something like the guy's watch was off by a couple of minutes and they later found out that it was two minutes earlier than it really was. So honestly, the timeline, it seems like the perfect terrible storm because all of these things happen so quickly. And consecutively. Time is imperative, yeah. And there's just no real clear account of what the fuck happened. Other than, in my opinion, based off of what I've heard so far, there's some sort of reasonable doubt that David potentially did not do this. Like, yeah. if he was gone, like, yeah. you got to get some more information. Yeah. Well, also, it's like 90-something, right? 94, 95? Yeah, yeah I think Somewhere so. around there? Yeah, 94. You had to set all your clocks then. Yeah, I think that's how they – oh, I know. Do you remember calling? I was just talking about this at work. Do you remember calling yeah. on the phone to see what time it was so yeah. you could set your clocks? Yeah. I don't remember, but I think you had to set them on your computer too. You might be right. Because internet wasn't like – like it was obviously there, but it wasn't like a fucking satellite. This shit just does it for you. It's like yeah. – and also what time is it? What day is it when you're yeah. like setting up all yeah. your shit? Yeah. So like that clock could be different than the neighbor's clock, could be different than David's clock, could be different than fucking Margaret's clock. Like mm-hmm. all these clocks could just be slightly off within minutes, which mm-hmm. my fucking clocks used to be oh, before all it was of all mine satellites. Are in this house. Yeah. Yeah. Mine were always way off. I set mine five minutes on purpose. Yeah. Like different on purpose. I don't even know if it's before or after. Nobody knows. Yeah. But it matter. it's all a trick. It's all illusion. Time is not real. There is no time in the North Pole. Time is not real. Don't get me started. (laughs) Okay. But that's what I mean is that that time in that time, in that time period in the 90s was almost not irrelevant, but like It was even worse. It was a guess. It was was even worse. Yeah. We're all just making shit up. We're floating around on this rock and we're like, fucking time. So the timeline on it is kind of. Yeah, but it's also kind of important. It's very important. Yeah, we want to know who did what. It's real flimsy. I know. Okay, so it also turns out that Robin actually was, quote, suffering from a disturbed mental state. I guess he was the principal at a school, like I said, and had hit a student. Ooh, can't do that. Uh, can't Anymore. do that. I get, well, I mean, I guess the, maybe it was his school or something, though. I don't really know. He was a principal. Well, if it was a 
um, religious school, private school. <laughs> but yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. But yeah, if it's a private school too, I think rules are different. <laughs> They're different. They're different. You pay me to do this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, he had published a cartoon in the school newspaper about somebody murdering their entire family. What? What the what? fuck? I have no idea. What? But then when they say he published, did he like literally submit it and publish it? Or was it like he was supposed to okay it and he just didn't actually he okay it? He signed off on the I don't thing really that the know. kids put together or whatever. Yeah. He's like, whatever. That is kind of funny. Yeah, I don't really know. And it's but, the 90s, so we're not sensitive. Yeah, so it's fine. But the jury never actually heard any of that in trial. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Ooh, A friend, bad. like I said, also said that her friend had come to her and said that her dad was abusing her, sexually yeah. abusing her, and that she was going to tell her family. But that friend also wasn't allowed to testify in the trial. Because that doesn't fit the prosecution's narrative? I don't know. But the judge wouldn't allow it entered as evidence. Why? Because it's hearsay? I have no idea. Objection. Hearsay. I know. I would I would like to build some character. I'd like to lay the foundation. Yeah. I'd like to lay the foundation that... Objection. Leading. <laughs> Clearly, we've all been watching the Herd and Death trial. Death versus yes, Herd. Yes, we know. have. Anyway... Another thing is that there was evidence of a bloody footprint, and evidently this bloody footprint was made by a sock that had a lot of fucking blood on it. I thought you were going to say a lot of toes, and I was like, how many oh, toes? That's so weird. <laughs> no, it had a lot of blood on it, okay. and they measured the footprint, and they said that it was too big to be Robin's, and it had to be David's. Was it the perfect size for David? It was like the motherfucking glass slipper. No, it okay. was not, actually. Oh. Well, it was presented as it, it had to be David's because it couldn't have been anybody else's. But it was never presented that it actually matched the measurement of David's, okay. which is fucked up. See? Yeah, um, yeah. Because well, it, it can't be Robin's. It's yeah. too big for Robin's. That doesn't mean it can't be anybody, anybody else's. else's. Exactly. And then also, when you actually measured the footprint, it was closer to Robin's size than it was David's size. What? Like David's foot was bigger than this foot. Stomp was stamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Day or Robin could have like stepped and slipped a little, perhaps making it a little longer or something. Yeah, perhaps. Mm, but of course, the jury didn't know this either, right? Mm. They were presented that this had to have been Robin, uh, David's footprint. Is David in prison? Well. There was also other consistency issues with the time of the computer that was turned on, like I said, Mm -hmm. and David and the time that David had returned home, as well as the glasses lens found on the floor of Stephen's bedroom. Okay. So I guess they found the lens on the floor, but this lens was actually under a bunch of shit and it had a bunch of dust on it, suggesting that it had probably been there for a long time. Mm. But, you know, the prosecution saying, oh, they got in a struggle and that's how the lens fell out. But Mm -hmm. it probably could have just fallen out any other time. And for some reason, the glasses we're sitting in David's room. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, I don't know where the fucking lens is. I'm going to put these here, even though they're his mom's glasses. But maybe he had been using them when he had lost them. I don't really know. Yeah, maybe they're her older glasses, though. Like, you know but, how you always have that old pair of glasses, like a spare pair? Yeah. I was wearing mine today, and I totally forgot. And I brought them inside because they sit in my car. And I was like, no, these belong out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these are car spare glasses. Exactly. Yeah. We don't want to be lost without those. Another thing was that the rifle had bloody fingerprints on it. And those bloody fingerprints were definitely David's. Like, they tested positive for David's. Uh Uh-oh. But the blood was never tested for human blood. And later on, it was tested, and it was found to be, like, raccoon blood. What? I mean, it was his gun, and he was shooting raccoons, but that's not a fucking crime. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most redneck shit you've ever said. (laughs) He was shooting raccoons, but that's not a crime. (laughs) Okay, but just because I would have wiped off the blood... That I got on my gun does not mean that everyone would, and I get that. Well, I don't think it was, like, literally covered and crusted in blood. It's probably like it had a bloody fingerprint on it. Still. Boys are gross. Yeah, but you're also supposed to clean your guns. Any self-respecting man who loves his guns is going to clean his guns after every time he goes hunting. Oh, no, that doesn't happen. Oh, it does. Not in, like, Virginia. You're using them all the time. I ain't got time for that shit. Fair. It's not like out here where it's like a novelty. Like, yeah, oh, when you go just, shooting, you yeah. come back and you clean yeah. your guns. Okay, yeah. no, fair. Yeah. But you clean them occasionally, sure. If there's blood on it, though, wipe that shit down. Well, that's what I'm thinking. He probably didn't notice. It's like when you're like working on your car and you get oil on something, you touch something and you're like, oh, fuck, whatever. I'll wipe that later. Like, have you ever driven in a man's car and like the steering wheel is sticky on a hot day and you're like, Jesus Christ, wash your fucking hands, bro. Yes. <laughs> and it Fair. Just smells. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's just. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 
Anyway. Raccoon blood. Raccoon blood or some other fucking animal. So because of the lack of investigation and evidence that was entered into trial, David is charged with the murder of his entire fucking family. And he's given life in prison after three weeks on trial. Holy shit. Holy shit. So he ends up serving 13 years uh-huh. before finally being granted an appeal <gasps> in 2007. Oh, and he won. Oh. And he was granted a retrial. Okay. Okay. So during his retrial, he was acquitted of all charges. And he was set free in 2009. So oh, he, my God. So he, they didn't have enough evidence to prove he had actually done it. And so, so the, 15 years in prison. Mm-hmm. I mean, including the trial. No, of the actually, actually, after 13 years, he posted the bail, I think, to get out of prison so that he could live his life until the trial happened. Holy shit. And your whole family is dead, by the way. Like, where do you go? What do you do? I don't know. I have no idea what he did. But um, the Bain family murders is considered one of New Zealand's most controversial murder cases. Because everybody's like, what the fuck happened? Who did it? Did you just let a murderer loose? I don't really know. I probably should have done a lot more research for you guys, but that's what you get. Now, fucking let that live in your brain for a while. Wow. So either an innocent man was accused of murdering his entire family and spent like 13, 14 years in prison of his very young adult life. That's like, you know, you're 35 or something when you get out. Those are some prime time years of you figuring out and setting a foundation for your life. Yeah. Literally. Or he did murder his entire family and he's just running around. And the investigators just kind of botched the investigation and didn't have enough like solid evidence against him. Yeah. But isn't that wild? Wow. Oh, Lord. You better watch out. Wow. I still don't know what the incentive would be for him, though, to murder his family. Like, was he unstable? Did he know his dad was doing that shit and he just went fucking crazy? It sounds like his dad was doing some shit. I mean, it sounds like his dad was doing some shit. It sounds like his dad had a motive. that's why the marriage was on the rocks. Maybe that's why the marriage was on the rocks. But also, I mean, just to play devil's advocate in this scenario or whatever, you could say, like, oh, if the dad was abusing the daughter in this way, chances are he's abusing the rest of the family. Yeah, yeah. It's not just the daughter. Yeah. In a certain way, whatever, whether that's sexual or not, Mm -hmm. maybe David was abused or something and he finally, like, you know, last straw kind of deal and Mm. then took out everything but also to how sad is it though that like there's a very big potential that he too was abused in some way shape or form and then fucking penned for it you know like yeah yeah if it really was a suicide or what if somebody else did it and staged it and david found them and was like oh fuck i don't know what anybody outsider did it 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 was that kid's parents who he beat that he that that student or whatever yeah that's that'd some be crazy. fucked up shit. Yeah, yeah. That'd be crazy. That's like a little beyond p- petty revenge, you know? Like that's it's a little more than like a fish in your hubcap. Yeah. Um Is that a thing? Yeah. In your hubcap? Yeah. Is it gonna stink when you drive? Yeah. Who's gonna smell it? You're on the inside of the car. Well, you'd smell it every time you go to your car and it would stink oh, up wow. in and around your car. I guess if you like you could put it up under the engine. That makes too. more sense. Yeah. Put it by the radiator. That's why I circulate only inside air unless somebody farts. And we put that shit on outside there. just open my windows, always. That's why you lock the windows. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be really strange for an outside person to have done it. To have done it and pin it as a suicide. With yeah. like, and also, we're going to say that David's the only survivor because he wasn't here. We'll just make it look like this, you know? Like, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't really, it didn't sound like it, like, used him by name. I don't know. It was a weird suicide note. Like, yeah. maybe he and his dad were close. I don't know. It was weird. It's all know. weird. Also, as a dad, if you're abusing one of your family members, chances are you're abusing all of them in one way, shape, or form. Yeah. Like, you don't sound like a good person. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whether it's verbally, physically, or sexually, like, you, you, probably had beef with the rest of the family. Also, what if everybody's lying and he's really just a nice church-going guy? He got offed while he was praying. Could have been that. Don't know. I don't know. But Guess we'll never David's know. free. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's a mind fuck. That is a mind fuck. I feel so bad. The whole family. At least they died quickly. Except for Steven. That's so sad. The youngest one. Yeah. Okay, so before we give our outro, mm-hmm. we have a special announce an announcement. An announcement. I have an announcement. Wednesday, the twenty fifth of May. The twenty fifth of May. Is a special gal's birthday. <gasps> it's somebody's birthday on the twenty fifth of May. And your bestie might have written us in and said, Hey yo. 
Hey, yo. Give this bitch a shout out on her birthday. Hey, girl. And your bestie's name is Lucy. Are you <gasps> freaking out? Do you think it's you? Do you have a bestie named Lucy and your birthday's on the 25th of May also? And is your name Vix? Vix! Because if so, you motherfucking beautiful angel of a darling person, you. You are a goddamn gem. You're you a- are the baby's breath to a dandelion fart. Ooh. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> You're a beautiful flower on a sunny day. You are the sparkles... In the starfish assholes of the seas. You are the wind beneath my wings. You are the sparkling in apple cider. And we love you more <laughs> than all of the stars in the sky. All in all of the observable universe. Everywhere. And, and inobservable. The meta. Do you even know there are more stars in the universe than there are grains of sand on this earth, Vix? We love you more than all of the molecules in a glass of water. But we don't love you more than Lucy does because she sounds like a badass bestie. You're goddamn right she does. <laughs> Happy birthday, Vix! Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. You guys are fucking amazing. Yes! <laughs> oh, great. Anyway, uh, 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 uh. okay, so if you guys want to check out pictures pertaining to this case, go to isgdpodcast.com. Wait, side note, what? We have a thing to open after this. Oh, yeah, stick around. So stick around if you want to see that uh-huh, and, or hear uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. It's from Jackie. Jackie, get excited. Jackie, get excited. It's for Aaron. Just me? It's for Aaron. It's got just your name on a bitch. That's just for you, girl. It's just for me. It's just for you, girl. Oh, okay. Okay. So, oh, wait. Um, also, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Someone else sent us something, and it felt like a CD. A CD or like something it. like that. It looked the shape of a CD, and I forgot it at my house, and I'm so sorry. So That's if, next week. Yeah. If you see the, if you are like, what the fuck, man? I have it. I swear to everything Jesus. that I have it, and I'll bring it next week. I'm so excited. I don't know who sent it, so I appreciate it. I'm so excited. Okay. Anyway, go on. Also, I was going to say, because I said go check out our website. Yep. I am behind on the website. So please forgive me. Like I said, we're behind. We're scrambling. It's been a time, guys. It's been a time because we didn't realize how much crime crime was going to take. And then life was just crazy in COVID. So I promise to get caught up on those. So if you live for those pictures, if you live for our social media updates or whatever, we're we're getting there. Just give us a moment. Please be forgiving. And we saw. We sorry. We sorry. But you will eventually be able to check out pictures pertaining to that case Mm -hmm. at ISG Podcast. But you know what? you can do you can go there and you can join our patreon and for as little as a dollar you get an extra episode every month if you want to sometimes on differing days of the month we never know when it's going to happen this time we're going to be a week behind i'm sorry yeah but it sometime within that month you will get extra content yeah you will but we try to make it the third saturday of every month it's hard there's logistics it's confusing anyway also there's different tiers go check it out come support your favorite show hell yeah fucking love you guys yeah you guys literally make us so unbelievably happy It sounded very condescending, but I was trying to, like... You guys make us scotch guard our pants. Mm Mm-hmm. Our underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so... Uh, what else can they do? They can they email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com or you can join us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at isgdpodcast is our handle. Come join us. We're on Facebook and we have the goddamn pod group on Facebook and there's like thousands of us at this point. Is there only 1,000? I think there's 1,000. Okay. There's exactly 1,000 <laughs> of us. Come join us. It's fun. We hang out. We chat. We shoot the shit. We're all besties there. It doesn't have to be true crime. Half the time we're not even talking about true crime. We're just like, hey, what's up? That's true. And like, I'm bored. Fuck yeah, me too. How you doing? And then everybody's like, I live in Texas too. And I'm just like, I love you guys. Mm-hmm. And half the time we're like, yeah, Ashton, ask your crush out. Yeah, Hell ask yeah. her out, Ashton. Get it. Did Get she it. say yes? She gonna say yes. She gonna say yes. She gonna say, and if she doesn't say yes, keep do, go to the next one. Yeah. Because she said it. no. Because <laughs> she said no. As you say, keep asking. That's not the right Don't answer. do that. No, don't keep asking. But you know what? You're a beautiful, special soul, and you deserve happiness, and you're gonna fucking find it. So That's you right. you know what? We just cheer each She's other up. She's gonna say yes anyway. She probably will. She's totally gonna say but yes. But we just pump each other up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ashton, go this. ask her out. Ask her out. Get ask it. her out. Get ask it. Her out. Ask her out. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. Also, you can snail mail us at. P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Boop, boop. And let's open this shit Okay. Up. Let's open this shit up. It's from Jackie. Wood. Oh, she pressed it firmly to seal. Oh, yeah, she did. Oh, man, it's hot in here. This ponytail ain't doing it. Oh, yeah. Ooh, girl, get it. Ooh, yeah. Rip that package. Rip it good. Rip that shit just like you should. The top. The middle. The middle. What's inside the... Package diddle. Ooh, 
there is a three by five card. Okay, okay, okay. Which to read, I'm assuming. Um, oh, it's not. It's <gasps> you have such pretty hands. She said you could read it out loud on the podcast. Okay. She said it is dated 5-18-22. Oh, that's not even that long ago. Erin. That was really fast. After listening to the past episode, the one wherein Stacy had the pizza blanket, it was, I think, you said your secret Santa flaked on your gift. Aww. I don't think they did. I think it got delivered and then they ne- it never went to delivery. I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. I appreciate everything where that this is going, though. That's I really know. I sweet. know. I know. That's really fucking sweet. I know. Okay, She's too reading. good to us. I got you a little something. I know it's super late. Better late than never, right? It's not much, but when I saw it, I thought of you. I also got one for myself. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We are kind of the same person. Absolutely. Anyway, I hope you like it. Merry late Christmas, Jackie Wood. P.S. I really do only like maybe three people. You and Stace are two of them. (laughs) Yay! We made the cut. Oh, my gosh. Open it. 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 It's a shirt. It says, I like true crime. And maybe like three people. <laughs> it's so soft. Oh my god, you're so sweet. Thank oh my god, that's you. super cute. It is actually. I'm gonna wear it all the time. Yeah, really soft. And it's in black. It makes you look pretty. Are black you saying like I don't look pretty without in this? No, I'm just saying that black makes us look pretty. Black and blue. That's true. Yeah, it's black like our pretty blue, colors. Baby. Black and blue, baby. It's like Thank our pretty you, colors. Jackie, you're so fucking sweet. Isn't that so nice of her? That's so nice. Yay. Aww. I don't deserve you. Yes, you do, you beautiful soul. Aww, yes, you do. I don't do. deserve you either. You're one of my No, people. you don't, but that's okay. No, <laughs> no you don't. <laughs> yeah, you work hard, baby. <laughs> okay, on that note, toodles, noodles. Bye. Bye.